0: My mum, she once told me, back when she was still alive, (laughs) that if you you do right by the gods, that if you do the right thing, then you'll be fine. That the heroes, they always win, they always charge in with (laughs) with their blades drawn shields ready, and they win. That's what she said. That the worlds find a way that evil would always lose. That the gods punish them that did evil. That the heroes, they always won. That's what she told me, and the heroes always win. A World of Drop recording, hosted by www.rpgmp3.com Starring Danny Lance as narrator.
1: Alexander Baxter, as Roland Laurentia, and Ruben against as Gailroth
0: Elmida, in Tales of Another World. Chapter One. Arrival. Welcome, welcome to the world of Tropis. I will be your dungeon master this evening. My name is Danny Lammas. With me tonight, I have Alexander, if you'd like to say hi, Alex. Yes, hello, Alexander Baxter. Yeah, sure. And Ruben, if you'd like to say hi. Hello, this is Ruben again, playing Gaelroth Elmida. Okay. Well, we've got an exciting evening planned for you folks, with lots of danger and excitement, and hopefully without any character death. So, let's start off with introducing our characters. Alex, if you'd like to start you be my victim for this uh, evening.
2: I will be playing Roland Laurentia, but he goes by the name of. by the alias of uh, Julius Thracius, so for simplicity's sake, we refer to him as Julius in game. Alex likes to complicate things. Okay, Alex, give us a bit of
0: information about your character. Tell us about him. Who is he? Who is he? Well, he's
2: quite average, really, Uh, look wise. A human, white. Hazel eyes, light brown hair, um, he's um, 22, sort of. Um, he is indeed a duskblade, and in this world, um, and more particularly
0: this region, uh, they're not so very liked. Or to say, casters themselves aren't very much liked. Now, why is that, Alex? Um,
2: because casting is um, <clears throat> it's seen as something divine. I believe. Oh,
0: uh-uh.
2: no. oh no. Um. <clears throat> well, uh, I think Rube would be able to answer that a little more. Um.
0: <laughs> Rube, unfortunately, the buck's been passed to you. Why is magic outlawed? Um, the
2: organization thingy.
1: Yeah, the theocracy of Keg. Um, they they forbid the use of magic. The exacts. Um, Reason, I
0: can't tell you right now. You guys are useless. Do you not read? Oh, wait, I didn't include it. Never mind. Okay. Magic. (laughs) (coughs) My bad. We'll just edit that out. We'll just uh, cut that out, all my foolishness. Oh, yeah, when you make a mistake, you do. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) I'm the dungeon master. I'm meant to be perfect. Right, anyways, (laughs) enough of that, bollocks. You're ineffable. I am infallible, yes. No, ineffable. Fuck off. I'm British. It means I get to make all, this, all the pronunciation mistakes I want. All right. Um, Actually, that, that brings us to an amusing point here. Um, although you may notice that we can all speak perfect English, neither me, Alex, <laughs> or Rube have ever met, and we're from completely opposite ends of the world. I'm from England. Alex is I'm from Sweden. And Ruben is from... Belgium. Belgium. Remind me to get you, get you to get me some chocolate. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it's good. We have the best. You do. You definitely fucking do. Well, I I have Doctor Pepper. I win. Uh, Doctor chocolate. Sons.
2: You want some chocolate, mini Me?
0: It's from Bruges. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, magic is outlawed because, to put it bluntly, it is sin uh, as inherently evil. Um, as we explore the world of Troppers, which is my own personal game world, we will surely discover more about that. But pretty much to dump you in there, that's all you really need to know. Okay, Alex, how about some more information about your character?
2: Uh, he grew up in the... I, th- I think it's the, uh, one of the few um, regions that allow magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, the firm, firm opposes to this um, theocracy. Mm. Uh, and he's been forced to flee. Um, he, he was part of a... Uh, I think the term is paramilitary...
0: Um, organization. Hi. Rube, you're the brainiacness paramilitary samurai. Right? Paramilitary, yeah. Because okay, it's cool. it's sort of a spec ops type. Yeah, okay. We've probably got team. that completely wrong, but sure, go for it. <laughs> it's big words It's Isn't more it? one syllable. I can't hey, quite get my he, brain around it. He's the
1: dust plate Okay, not you.
0: Yeah. Um. Right. It, basically,
2: um, defense. this this um, little uh, elite force was uh, sent to do the dirty work. You know. Cloak and
0: dagger stuff, like a Dustbin Men.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, he, Roland didn't much like that. Uh, it reached a point where he couldn't stay anymore, so he mm-hmm. left. And doing that is sort of complicated. You just don't go, "Hey, I, uh, I, I want to quit," because then they kill you. <laughs> it's like the mob. It's sort of, but it's it's more because it's classified stuff and. It's the same in the military, yeah. really. They don't just like, let you go. Like the mob. <laughs> yeah, only government. Hey, Vinny, money.
1: you know too much. You can't leave, huh? You're gonna have to clamp you.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway. They stick a big big yellow metal thing on his legs and give him a 250 pound fine. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they go, hello, <laughs> hello, hello. What's going on here? Co- yeah, sorry, I got that term from TC. Bobbies do not speak like that. They seriously they did if they did i would laugh
2: very hard oi, i oi, think we would all oi, bloody oi, laugh anyway um there's not really that much more to say right now mm-hmm. uh, roland fled uh ended up in a place called prague and had something of a rough greeting there it was awesome uh, yes it was awesome.
0: unfortunately to explain things to you folks at home what was intentionally what was originally planned was that um, a small game would be set up for Alex and then Rube to introduce their characters to you and the complex history they both have and basically sort of ease the transition from sp- the folk of you that know Feyrun into folks that don't know as well, which would be all of you, I imagine. And unfortunately, that was a brilliant plan. It looks perfect on paper. However, CoolGraph, which is the device we're using to record our beautiful voices, had other ideas so um that didn't happen so we're just jumping into the deep end and we're gonna roll with it uh alex is there anything else you'd like to say about your character
2: um uh not really okay, except rube.
0: life is so hollow thank you for that god and rube how about you uh, you're on my left here how would you like to, to introduce your character
1: well, my character's name, uh, as stated before, Galroth Elmida, is a half-shalin... Uh, what is that, half-shalin? Half-sh- is that half-shalin,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, which is a kind of elf. I mean, I'm half-human, uh, half-elven then. Mm-hmm. It's ha- half-elf is the term. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: he's, got, he's got silvery green eyes and dark grey hair, and his skin is a very dusky grey. He's about medium-sized, uh, five foot two. Uh, well, if you want to know his weight, go fuck yourself. Uh, and he, well, he's a, he's 32, so he's older than... Uh... <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh,
3: he is
0: a... He's a... Um, well, do I have to call him a cleric, or uh, am no, I supposed the, to the, call him a priest? A, a priest, cleric's fine. But the, I suppose you could say, the technical term would be true priest, because not all priests are capable of channeling the arcane. Okay. Well, a little bit of useless information. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll just keep it with. I'll just stick with cleric. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is a. What's um, the point of asking me then? Well, I was, I was trying to find out whether or not it was a good alternative. Well, uh, he is a cleric. Um, in service of the theocracy of Keg, his god is um, Elond, which
2: is a dwarven god of war. Should probably explain about the gods being the same.
1: Yeah, uh, you you might be wondering why would an uh, an elf born uh, worship a dwarven god? Well, the thing is, uh, the elves introduced the gods. Well, they introduced the world to the gods. Was, was that no? Other way around. Yeah, they in- introduced the gods to the world, and um, that's why all the gods, you know, kind of fit together in one little snug pantheon. Incestuous family.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to put it bluntly. <laughs> God.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. I mean, as a, as a priest in service of the theocracy, um, he does have. A little bit of um, authority, I would say, mm-hmm. because well, the theocracy of Keg, uh, for those who don't know it, is a organization which basically pulls the strings behind uh, behind uh, every nation, right? Uh, every yeah, region,
2: cr- I think, except for Dominos, mm-hmm. which is correct. where Roland is from.
1: Yeah, he's
2: rebel scum, and
1: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> well. They rule with pretty much an
2: iron fist. They're very Gestapo about it, though.
0: Yeah. Awkward silence. Yeah. Don't mention the war. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention
1: the war. I mean, you mentioned it once, but I, I think you got away with it. Can
2: I, can I mention AIDS?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Awkward just inoffensive. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's just right. it's not been enough years have passed for us to make jokes like that. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to lose <laughs> 50 DKP for that.
3: No.
2: <laughs> right. Um, um. Anything else? Um, no. unless, Do no, uh, you want to add anything? Uh. Not really.
0: Okay. I mean, your character's history is pretty uh, blurred, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah because, uh, we're, 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 I think uh, after, when we next got when we both got next got in spare time, we're not killing mobs on WoW. Well. We sit down and sort of discuss your history a bit more, give a bit more background yeah, to your good. character.
2: Yeah, it's
0: fine. It's not essential, but it kind of gives a bit more depth.
2: Yeah, it's easy. The more depth you have on your on your character, the easier it is to slip into.
0: I mean, probably should uh, tell you folks at home, sort of give you a bit of uh, explanation. You're probably sitting there going. Who are these noobs? They call themselves gamers. They don't even give backgrounds to their characters. Well, to explain that, I am in fact the only member of this group who's had any uh, proper pen and paper experience. This would be Alex and Rube's first game. So if you'd like to give them a, a round of applause and I can stick a little clip, sound clip here of people clapping. the To the new uh-huh. members of the World Play community who uh, hold on, new members of the roleplay community. I will just
1: interject. Um, <laughs> Alex, a lot more than me, but we have both uh, had quite a bit of experience role. Playing.
2: Role role playing, yes, but I think the point uh, Daniel was making was pen and paper is what we yeah. don't have experience. In. Well, he wasn't being specific enough. I felt
0: almost oh, insulted. I, I, I beg my pardon, sire. Would you rather be more specific? Would you like to give it the exact time down to a nanosecond? Is that Indeed. specific uh, enough for you?
2: Is it? Yes. Go on. But I it's can't. It's a podcast, so no, it doesn't matter.
0: You'd have to be. I don't know. Now
2: I have I have I've had some experience in Neverwinter Nights role playing, but that's the only platform other than pen and paper.
1: Yeah, I've I've done some uh, Half Life Two, well, Gary's mod role playing with a bunch of communities.
2: Which doesn't Which count. Is it's really really gay? It's <laughs> utter shite.
0: Gay. Yeah, it is
2: utter shite. I tried it once, and then I was like.
0: They're not even role playing. Yeah. It's well as good uh, as World just... of Warcraft um, role play, which is which is brilliant. I'm sorry, that's the it's... epic level of role playing. It's non-existent. <laughs> you see, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it's so good it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see, it's so good your your human eyes can't find it. There's, you can you can look, but you're not epic enough to see it. It's like <laughs> a. Uh, Epic level, you have to, to level b- one. you have
2: to be Gary Gygax to see it. Yeah, you have to be the man. Yeah.
1: It's like uh, the fifth hole on, on. women. You really have to believe
2: it's there. <laughs> yeah, you make it appear by believing it. The roleplay, that is. Anyway,
0: shall we carry on, lads? I mean, I actually, I may be, I could be incredibly wrong here. Because um, my me- my memory is terrible, but I think it's actually only a couple of months until the uh, first anniversary anniversary of his death. Gygax? March the fourteenth, wasn't it? Yeah, January 3rd. I yeah. reckon. Yeah, it's two months t- until uh, two months and t- till it's the first year of his passing away. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah, uh, Gary Gygax rolling in his
2: grave.
0: What the fact we actually remember.
2: won't get it. Rolling. Rolling. In his grave. <laughs> rolling.
0: Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, 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 hearty uh. laughter. You fail. <laughs> <laughs> Rune made the joke. I just <laughs>
2: clarified it. Because he, who, he was being unclear.
0: He who laughed hey,
1: last hey, needed to the joke explaining. If, if you and I can get it like that, I don't see why he shouldn't.
0: Well, I only have an IQ of 95, so what do you expect? <laughs> stupid IQ test that is so me feel inaccurate. Stupid. It makes me feel so stupid. I'm like, I'm the thickest member of the world.
1: Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, this kind of... Um, let me just, once again, uh, a bit of commercial. But... Um, <laughs> Danny, my, spreadsheet... my new dildo yeah no but Danny's spreadsheets really are something I mean I, I've tried uh, deciphering how the fuck he does it but uh... I
2: actually managed to do it yes well I sat for like five hours and stared at it and then I was like oh right if it's blank got it ha ha ha
0: yeah, yeah. Way to ruin the compliment, bastard. <laughs> I still feel stupid, member of world. Now, to say more nice things about me. Go on, your characters get oh. it. <laughs> Seriously. No, let's get to move on, guys. We want to like get in it. game because we haven't yeah, got an too. infinite amount of time. Right. Okay. Um. So we've done introductions. We said who we are. We've made tits of ourselves. Right. I think that's all three points of the tick list done. Right, let's get in the game. Yeah. And uh, our quote of the de- quote of the of the uh, game, sh- game is this: We have this one from a gentleman named Chris Rock. Anybody know who he is? Yeah, of course we do. Who's Chris Rock? The
1: black He's comedian. The, 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 the black comedian, yeah. No, no sex in the champagne room, right?
0: Me. Yeah. Okay, and uh, yeah, well, anyway, our quotes from black comedian that I don't know the name of. <clears throat> you know, the world is going crazy. And the best rapper is a white guy, the best golfer is a black guy, the tallest guy in the NBA is Chinese, the Swiss hold the America's Cup, France is accusing the US of arrogance, Germany doesn't want to go to war, and the three most powerful men in America are named Bush, Dick, and Colonel. Once again, welcome to the World of Tropics. Okay, gentlemen, I would like you to be silent. first falls of snow, are always the darkest.
3: <laughs>
0: they who the earthly mud and waters desue to soak up, shall be the darkest. That is how the dragons would speak it. It is the 26th of the 12th, 5,008 years after the War of the Gods. And two men, two outlanders, have made their way to the village of Mentor, a village of a small number of stone buildings, in southeastern Mainet, the greatest of Hague's regions. Galrath, cold northerly winds blow against your robed figure. As you stand upon the long road, heading through mainnet, sorry, Mentor, The skies above you are dark, heavy, and from the temperature you dare wonder if the snows of winter shall fall upon you this day. You see few figures. Those you see are huddled in thick furs, moving about the terrain, herding the cows in or walking toward the one large field you can spy. This building has a few houses. Quaint. Mostly made out of wood and stones taken from perhaps a nearby quarry or even brought down from the Faith Mountains which lie just a few days south. Maybe one would eye you, but beyond that they would go about their duties. One would watch you for a little longer than the others. He is an elderly man, tending to his cows. But beyond that, your passage into Mentor is uneventful. Welcome to your tale of Troppis. Okay, Rupert, what do you do?
1: Right. Um, I walk down the street trying to find uh, an inn or a place of rest.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. You walk around the wide road, glancing downwards at your feet as you do, your pack heavy upon your back. The road is built of a large number of square-ish stones. In between the stone packed mud, mixed perhaps with mortar, and a few patches here and there, cracks. The edges of the road have been built up, with taller blocks, and every 25 feet or so you notice small drainage holes built in. Walking down the street, the only street of Mentor, you would spy a sign reading General Trading, and next to that the lawmaster's house. Across the road from them is a single swinging wooden sign. It creaks in the wind, and upon that sign Painted crudely. It's a greyish figure, a blob. I would like a spot check for you, please. Remember to call out your uh, score. The DC is yeah, uh, yeah. ten.
1: Let me check my spots. Mm-hmm. The red number, right?
0: The red number, yes. The bright red
1: one. Yeah Instead of green. Um, Okay, that's d20 plus 3. And I roll a
0: 13. Well done. You narrow your eyes at the sign, peering at it as you approach. The sign would dictate, crudely of course, a picture. similar to those you have seen in the books of learning. You would, you would hazard a guess, this blob is a grey dragon. You shrug your shoulders and turn to the solid oaken door. From within, you can hear no music, but all signs would point to this being a small inn. You can spy no second floor, so whether or not there is a place to stay here this night remains to be seen.
1: Right, um, I open the door
0: and enter. As you reach for the door, you hear a shout from behind you, a darkly robed man approaches. Around his neck, a myriad of holy symbols can be seen: a few, or well, a few copper rings, pauper's symbols of the goddess of life, Insando. Even a few iron rings of the, again the pauper's symbol, but this time of her, of Insando's twin brother and Sandi, the god of death, a couple of symbols of the Creator Father, Vandos, and a few others you have seen here and there rarely. The man has a haunted look under his dark eyes, and is almost completely bald. He is elderly, you would, ne- you would put him at perhaps his late thirties. The early forties. The man bows his head towards you and speaks. You wear the robes of a priest, do you not? He asks, eyeing you cautiously. Why, yes? Why? We don't get many. Priests around here. Well, please, I speak rudeness. My name is Father Black. I'm the cleric of Mentor. And you are? I am Gaeloroth.
1: Please G- to meet you.
0: Galoroth. And which of our holy fathers and mothers do you follow?
1: I follow the Called uh, the dwarven god of war
0: Enots. The Forge father, yes, I know of him. I choose Phandos' path. Are you true priest? I am. You are. Hm. There is much you can do for this town. I, alas, am not. The man looks to ground for a moment, and raises his eye, and peers at you. Perhaps you can do something for me. Come. The man motions with a gnarled hand, southwards, away from the town. Will you join me, uh. brother? Why, how can I help? Maybe walk and talk, sir. Mm, I suppose. The man smiles. I follow the man's head, again he setting off southwards out of town. After you get a few feet out of town, he starts heading southwest, where the ground rises up. And in the distance, you can spot a 15 feet tall, oh, so a bit of rock, I think it's called a mehir, or a mehir, or something, or no, a bit of Welsh there. Menhir. But a Welsh there. The word. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, menhir.
1: Well, a menhir, that's what we would say.
0: Menhir. Yeah. Menhir. Okay, we'll go for that, menhir. Yeah. yeah. in the distance, you spy a 15 foot menhir. In the town, we lost a young boy recently, the man says as he leads you towards it. One of the older families here, the Stones. They lost a boy. Quite tragic, really. In the woods just yonder there, he says, pointing west. No, no, it'd be southeast, wouldn't it? Yeah, the air um, is southeast. Sorry, you have to bear with me. Yeah. He points emotions westward with a hand. They are playing in the woods yonder. Quite foolish of their parents let them do so, but we've never had any problems before, and now we have lost a boy. A tragic lesson, but I suppose Fandos's ways are not ours. I am a priest of Fandos, yes, but I am not a true priest sure the boy's parents would be. Much more at rest if you, a true priest, spoke a few words over there. boy's grave. Would you?
1: I suppose.
0: Hmm. The hill is not overly steep. It's a a fairly easy Climb and upon the top are four crude graves set up around the Menir. One is obviously no, uh, fresher than the others, and yet strangely, you notice they are all the same size. The priest before you motions to the freshly dug grave. This is where. Young Billy is buried. Would you say a few words?
1: Um I'm I'm gonna
0: say uh,
1: I am I'm not really very good with the whole um, uh, saying prayers or
2: eulogies and stuff. Oh just go. Oh great Sandos we commit this god. boy to the earth and blah blah blah
0: just need to sounds your way for it that's all i do it's, it's just, what all religions right um so what
3: what's
1: what's the
0: main god thandos yeah thandos is creator yes and sandy right. is the god uh, the god of death so you would probably be uh, praying to him to take the uh, body away Who? rather than the Fat, uh, sorry, and Sandy, and Sandy. Mhm.
3: Um.
1: Okay. And. Ugh. I get headaches from faith. <laughs> Why did I pick a cleric yeah. out of don't uh, uh. Um. Right. <sighs> I need to know. Uh, d- does this particular god have any um, other names, like the Underlord, or something like that?
0: Um, you could you could refer into as the Lord of the, Lord of the um, um, d- the Lord of the Silver Ring would be plausible. Else, what? This the me, if, the, you have prob- the if you, if you, if you have the problems, underworld. just find, just just uh, Google uh, death prayers. I will do that. I've got no problems with cheating, else I can pull you up a very uh, quick tropis one.
3: Hold on. Um
1: this lord of the this god of the dead, is he
0: inherently evil or? Not overly. He his followers are deemed darker than most, but his job is a necessary one and he's sin as such. right mm, lasagna okay would,
2: would neutral evil be accurate or is it true and neutral
0: um lawful neutral, lawful. probably oh okay
1: right i think i'm ready into you into your hands sandy we humbly entrust our brother In this life he was embraced with with lights and tender love. Deliver him now from every evil and bid him enter eternal rest. I look down solemnly well closing my eyes.
0: Well done. Was that googled or made up?
2: Uh yeah. Oh, yes Googled. to what? To the, the the Google part. It was it was okay. well delivered. I still think.
0: Yeah, Okay, party games, Twenty five experience. Yeah,
1: really ha- I I'm going to say um, I'm I'm my, my language re- re- register, you know, my vocabulary, mm-hmm. when it comes to faithly or um,
0: incorporeal matters, it really flots. Uh, just sucks. Sorry. Don't worry, mate, you did it fine. Gain twenty five experience, so you deserve it.
2: Yeah, it's because you're a heretic, Rube. You're an unbeliever. God
0: will smite Damn. you. Avious. Blah blah blah. He will, he will, he'll he shall poo Yek. you tenu. Do I add it now or Yep? I win. Yeah. There we are. Hmm. Nom nom nom. I love lasagna. Don't you? I do, I love it. Especially when you sprinkle lasagna cheese Lasagna is so
1: lovely. Oh yeah and it, it you look, me. It, like gratinades. Mm. Or some mozzarella. Quit
2: talking lasagna and keep going, shit! <laughs> <sighs>
0: Cold in Should my room. Re- Cold. Should be reaching level 27 tonight.
2: That's not it. That's that. Okay. That's about World of Warcraft, Danny.
0: <laughs> I'm just doing it to annoy you, Alex. <laughs> wrong, wrong nerd game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you folks want to look me up, I am iliani on Quel'Thalas. Uh, Reuben, who are you? What? I'm well. Who are you? He's
2: advertising World of Warcraft again. I am.
1: Uh, I uh, you am. can find Gailroth, uh without the uh, well um, linked together because normally it's written with a hyphen in between Ga and Ilroth to indicate elven nature. Uh, you can find him as a Drenai Paladin on uh, the Darkmoon Fair.
0: Bloody space goats. <laughs> they Greek are. They are space goats. They're spa- They're blue space goats. Yeah. You should be a forsaken. Well, they're, real man, they're basically. Right? It, Let's not. Basically, we don't need um, to talk anymore. We've already kind of diverged enough. Let's get going. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank so you, God. Go, 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 go from bowing your head. So you've just finished a prayer. Can't you go on now? I'm being no. quiet. No. Damn. So you were complaining there wasn't enough for you last game Now you got loads And now you're complaining because you've got loads well, Oh, you're just overcompensating No I um, am
1: <laughs> After about a minute or so I open my eyes And raise my head again Thank you uh, you,
2: you are welcome It is my duty
0: it's the duty of us.
2: You notice that the elderly man has stolen your pants. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? The,
1: apparently, el- the elderly man, uh, the priest, he stole my pants. For some reason.
0: The game. Oh, let's not faff about. <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, it's my line, bitch. Okay, um. Yeah. Do you want to return to town, etc. now? Uh,
1: Yeah, I um, motion the other priest to head back to town.
0: I have duties still here, but please, the inn is just that building I took you away from. Short journey, I'm sure you can make it on your own. And Fandos bless your passage, sir.
1: And Elon protect you from harm, always. Thank you, brother. Okay. And so I depart, and heading to town. You head back to town.
0: Right. Um, are you going to go straight into the inn, or are you going to go elsewhere? Uh, I'm going to go straight to the inn, that was my plan. Okay. Walking past the open blacksmithy, sorry, open-walled blacksmiths, you head towards the inn. The heavy oaken door creaks upon its hinges as you enter. Looking in, you see the six or seven tables are all but empty, one single patron. A lowly fellow sits at one of the more shadowed tables. Whilst a chubby round faced barkeep stands behind the bar, doing what all barkeeps seem to do eternally rubbing a dirty cloth around a equally dirty mug. A small girl runs back and forth from her father to the fireplace and then back again. She doesn't laugh but appears to be having an awful lot of fun. The barkeep places down the mug. And raises a large, dirty hand to you. Greetings, friend. Come, come, in you come. you have the cold air, lad. He says, motioning you inside. Thank you. Two you new know customers I in one day. Go inside. Must be my day indeed. Two new.
1: No, uh, sorry. Sorry. Hmm? Two. No
0: customers. Aye, we got the other landle over there, he says, motioning towards the water, shadowed figure. Hey, Millie, quit that. you be getting out in the kitchen, he says to his apparently younger daughter who scampers off to the kitchen. Come. What will you be having, priest? A water will be fine, thank you. <laughs> One water coming up. The man walks over, towards the row of kegs and undo the screw, putting the mug here just cleaning with water and pass it to you. There you go, sire. Now, what be bringing you to town? I might ask if you don't mind my inquiry.
1: Business,
0: business with the theocracy. Oh, and uh, what business might that be, sir? I mean, we're all we're all good folk here. We follow the Phoyocasty's ways, got our own priest we have. It's a good man, we're all good men here. And women. We're all good, no uh, no loose ladies here, sir. None. No uh no traitors, nor followers of Claran. Calm down. Please. Aye Please, sir.
1: You may mm. calm down.
0: Your your business will be, not be with uh,
1: mentor then My business
0: mm. is right, it sir. indeed. Not with this way down. Ah, oh, that, that'd, uh, that'd be a reassurance. Uh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, I made my rudeness. Would you be um, food? Something to eat after the long road?
1: That sounds
0: okay. What do you mm, have to of offer? Of course, sir. Uh, um, well, <laughs> we're not one of those big cities that so I can't offer you a menu. We've got, we got some oats. We had a deer Old Harold took down. Two days previous, it's still good. Sorted wise and proper, did it myself. I could do you that, some bread, some cheese, freshly made here in Mentor. Would that be to your liking, sir? That sounds delicious. Please, I'll get right at it then, sir. Please, please, take a seat. There'll be plenty ready for you. And, say, feel free to light a candle or the the fire's already lit. Sit where you will, sir. And with that, the barkeep disappears, leaving you alone with the shadowed figure. And the smell of the fire and the crackling of the logs.
1: Right. Um... I sit myself down near one of the tables... Well, at one of the tables near the door. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Uh, what is the word? I cross my hands? No. Fold your hands? Um. I, I hold I hold my hands together uh, mm-hmm. and bow my head in a short prayer. I, I mumble a short prayer for mm-hmm. my safe arrival. Elons, thank you for warding me from harm during my trip. Our gratitude. I raise my head again. I take a sip from of
0: water, and I Mm -hmm. stare about the inn. Okay, how about um, Alex giving us a description of what Mr. Rube, or to say, Galarath sees?
2: Uh, yes, he sees a um a man in a dark cloak and uh, with a with an attached hood um and a is large backpack next to him. It's up at the moment. Mm-hmm. And his back is to uh, uh Galdoroth. Um he's wearing very very um sort of uh lower class clothing. It's nothing fancy, no embroidery. Uh just a green woolen shirt and breeches basically. And of yeah. course shoes.
0: <laughs> Any weaponry on site?
2: Um there is a sword dangling at his belt, but
0: and I think a remarkable at this blade? Um Is it the reforged sword of Aragorn?
2: No, it's it's uh a sword like any other.
0: Okay. What about you, Rube? Um, what did the blacksmith see when you entered his tavern? The blacksmith? Hmm. I meant oh, the barkeeper. He He's the tavern keeper. Oh, yeah. <coughs> what did the bar- Yeah, sorry. I-, I was confused. Rube, um, bring yourself close to your mic, mate.
2: Sorry. Oh. Is this better?
0: It's fine. It's a bit
1: too good. Okay, is this good? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh well, he saw a man a half elf well a man with elven traits mm-hmm. uh with wearing a dark brown robe
3: mm-hmm.
1: with a leather belt from this belt uh a small a small um holy symbol hangs from a leather strap, also hanging from the belt is a crossbow a very light one, of oaken wood, a morning star rather finely crafted, and a bottle of water glowing faintly. Now around his shoulder, a sort of shoulder bag uh, is slung, with a backpack on uh, attached on top, and uh, under this well, no. Over this hangs um, a shield, a kite shield made out. Of, uh, well, a heavy, um, heavy steel kite shield mm-hmm. with uh, an anvil across it, the holy symbol of Elont his god. Also, on the shoulder, on the left shoulder of the uh, robes, also a cloth, uh, grey. Anvil is found as well.
0: There you have it. Ah, Thank you very much, both of you. Gained 25 experience each for your descriptions. Yay! 412, that should be. There we are. thank (coughs) Thank you both very much for your descriptions. They were lovely. You're doing yourself proud. We try. (laughs) Okay. um, Right. Well, RP as you will.
2: Alex. Yes. um, You're welcome to start if you want to.
0: No, you're welcome to start. (laughs) Oh no, you, no you. (laughs) Now come, Rubes had the pressure on him for long enough. Your time, Alex.
2: All right. Let me just so sit just, up.
0: Put the spotlight on you, strap your chair. Now, where are your rebel friends now? <laughs> They're all dead! I ate them! Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. We are <clears throat> uh, the Gestapo.
2: Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun,
0: We are they a a or Come out with your hands up and your pants down.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. let's
0: get on with it. Indeed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible. I'm a, I'm a terrible. DM. <laughs> to quote Monty Python some more. Get Go on with, with it. it.
3: <laughs>
2: and now for something completely <laughs> different. <laughs> a man no, with
0: three buttocks.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I'm going to refer to him as Julius. Yeah, please
0: do, because that saves so much confusion.
2: <clears throat> Julius turns around and looks over the priest warily, hmm. then seems to come to some sort of agreement with himself and speaks up. Huh. So, <clears throat> priest you're going to sit there by yourself or are you going to join me? There's not a lot of company as you can see.
1: Gail looks up at the man she ponders for a second a bit confused he's not really used to that kind of offer. Uh. I suppose, yes. Why not? He stands up, takes his mug of water, and sits himself down
2: beside Julius. Well, just call him Julius. Julius. Ha (laughs) ha.
3: It's.
1: I'm not really used to being asked such things, but very well.
2: Who are you, if I might ask? Call me Julius. Julius Thracius.
1: Call you? Is that then not your name?
2: (laughs) It's a name I go by.
1: Then I suppose it is enough. The gods will know who you are. Hmm.
3: For, now,
1: for now, that is enough. I am Gilrath, a priest in the service of the theocracy.
2: Julius seems to pale a little at the mention of the theocracy.
1: Surely you've heard of them?
2: Yeah, you could say that. so uh, why why has this theocracy sent you here surely it's not to check up on these villagers there are priests
1: here that is their job to tend to the flock mine is well None of your concern.
2: Fair enough. Hmm.
1: This is is like a contest. Who can be the most mysterious?
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can do this with my pinky. (laughs) Inferno!
0: Well, All well, right. if I uh, if I tap five mana and cast cast this spell, I can kill you in one shot. Your nerf Justice League, so can.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, big <Vic>. oh god, <laughs> I love Magic the Gathering. It's an awesome game. Did you, did I tell you guys once me and. Uh, me and Vince actually so you listeners is a good mate of mine we actually played um, a game of Magic the Gathering over the Neverwinter Nights party chat which is very similar for you guys uh, to most um, most MMO party sort of chats so we ended up playing a Magic the Gathering game over that it was, it was pretty funny we got booted from the party <laughs> <laughs> okay but I thought it was funny. How the
2: heck did you do that? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, your face thought it was funny.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's get back in game rather than <laughs> recalling my geekiest yeah, we've always stuff not uh, activities. Yeah, before start
1: making your mum's activities.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I feel like I'm walking around the barons,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh.
0: not a compliment, Alex.
1: Pardon? <laughs> yeah, for non-world players, uh, the barons' general chat is known as a cesspool of filth and Chuck Norris facts.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey yeah, guy one, enough. hey guy one. Yeah, yeah. Who would win a battle between Chuck Norris and godzilla Jiller? <laughs> your mom. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're mom. No, you're mom. You are mom. No, you are mom. No, you are. No, no, okay. okay, <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> reported. Honey, please, please, but please. It's true. It is please. like that. It scares me. It is, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. So is New York. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> Lizard would kill
2: us if they found out that we're scaring off
1: potential
0: buyers. Don't buy World of Warcraft. It will eat your soul. Rube, Rube is normal, uh, and your social life. Yeah. Rube was normal before he joined World of Warcraft. Now listen to him. Listen to what a failure he uh, is. I'm playing.
1: Now. I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons online. Just playing and Dungeons
0: and Dragons online. Fapping to. Fapping to my voice.
1: Fapping to.
2: Yeah though everyone does that everybody does that i got sexy voice
1: especially when it does his pirate
2: barkeep. Oh, yeah the pirate barkeep. <laughs> yar
1: i don't be knowing that son <laughs> Arr! Maybe. okay but um but, ladies can we please return
0: oh but we were talking over our tea we like a nice scone Alright, guys sorry <laughs> is that how you gone. Yeah, a scone yeah scone or scone if you want to be posh like. I, brings it skunk. Scone <laughs> I am posh like. Yeah. I'm, I'm from up north, remember? Oh, are yeah. you? you from Sweden. No, my dad is. Alright. <laughs> well, dad I'm, is. I'm from south, I am. I'm brilliant. I'm magical. And now I'm going yeah, magical go to <laughs> magically back in character. It's moving on. See? Clip my finger, we going magically back in character. So what are you two talking about? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> we were just being mysterious. Okay, you guys, yeah. you're being mysterious. And my barkeeper will continue making dinner. Unmysteriously. Although you might want to check that meat. It's quite mysterious. It's mystery meat. You have no idea where it's come from. <laughs> <laughs> he said a deer, but that weren't no oh, so, deer.
1: Oh, so this is where the boy
0: went. Yeah, yeah, that's right. you had to eat him. Yeah,
1: I just ruined your campaign.
0: Damn it. Got the mystery <laughs> right there. Okay, guys, continue. Hmm.
1: <laughs> 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 What's... Your... Your clothing seems... Outlandish. Where do you
2: hail from? I come from Prague. It's obvious from Julius' accent that he's not from Prague. Galroth decides... Not to
1: contradict him. And... This is not really. I mean, what is a man from? Wait, how is it pronounced? Prague, 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 like Prague with it with an A.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: What might a man from Prague be doing here? Of anywhere.
2: Hmm. I suppose you could call it. Uh... I'm looking for something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I'm not really sure what, though.
1: Surely the gods will light your path if they see fit.
2: Julius Ronald's eyes.
1: You question the gods?
2: His face seems to
1: tense up a very little.
2: Mm, don't worry, priest. I just... tend to avoid the gods.
1: Avoiding the gods?
2: A foolish notion, if you ask me.
1: Uh, what's,
2: what's foolish is to rely on the gods, dear priest. It is not to rely
1: on the gods that you must. The gods must be allowed, must be able to rely on you.
2: It is your duty. Uh, Are you trying to recruit me, Price? Uh, No,
1: of course not. I see that you are not really a man of faith.
2: Not really. Perhaps perhaps if you had caught me, at An earlier time in my life. But not now.
1: Well, I'm sure that the gods have planned what will become of you. All
2: right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I bet the gods have planned a bloody tea party for me. Girl's face tenses up considerably.
1: Watch your tongue. I shall suffer no heresy. It
0: okay. is my duty. Okay, um, I'm getting a little bit of echo from you, Rube.
2: Yeah, same here.
1: Really?
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hold, on, hold on, hold on. You mean, hearing yourselves? No, hearing just you. you. That's weird. How would I be causing that?
2: I don't know.
1: Um. Speakers too close to the Let's try now. this. I'll put the microphone. Well, it might be my uh, headphones. That's what I mean.
2: Yeah, that's better, I think. Mm.
1: Yeah, I've moved the microphone away a bit.
2: Roda?
0: Right, no can worries. we keep going? Yep, can uh, go from I should I'll, suffer over. No I'll herity. just
1: uh, repeat. I'll just repeat it. Yep. Yeah. Gail's face seems to tense up at this. Watch your tongue. I shall suffer no heresy.
2: Heresy, my dear priest, would be if I questioned your gods. I don't question them, I question their plan for me and my relying on them. If the gods want me for their purposes, I can. well. I'm done being manipulated.
0: With that, the barkeep makes his entry, wielding in his hands a tray laden with food. He walks across the room and places a wooden plate before both the priest and Julius. Upon the priest's plate is the bread, a block of butter, some cheese, and a few slices of ham. Julius, however, is presented with a bowl of porridge. Apparently, what he ordered. That'll be two tin, please, sir. The man, uh, the barkeep, asks. Uh, the Julius. Not Julius. Even, just not even turning to the priest to ask him. <laughs> Julius
2: just rubs his eyes and, with his other hand, digs into his. Belt
0: pouch, Mm -hmm. producing uh, three tin pieces. The the barkeep smiles to you, revealing three missing teeth, and takes the coin, heading back to the bar.
1: Oh, oh, hold on a minute. Hmm? Aye? Ah, What would my debt be?
0: Okay, who's breathing into the mic? Uh, I don't know. Was it me?
1: I think it was it wasn't me. I'm
0: getting a hell of a lot of feedback or bangings, etc. That. Yeah, who's moving his mic around?
2: That was me. I moved it out of my face. Okay. Yeah, right. hold on, let me do the same. There. Right.
1: I sir. And
0: what would my debt to be? No, sir. We don't ask payment from the theocracy, sir. Come, come. I am...
1: I am but a man as well. There is no reason I should not
0: pay. Sir, we be men of faith here. We don't be wanting payment from the theocracy. I insist,
1: please. I am a patron like any other.
0: Very well then, sir. As you be wishing it. Okay, I'm going to break character to to get back in voice. Welcome, welcome. Okay, I got the voice. Okay, continue. (laughs) I
1: open one of my belt pouches. How much... Sorry, no, let me do that again. Hmm? How much? Just free tin them, please, sir. Very well.
0: I take out the tin pieces and put them on the table. The man slides the coins into his palm and places them into the apron with the others, before heading back behind the bar, passing the tray to his young daughter, who scampers out into the kitchen. I roll a seduced daughter. Oh god, no! <laughs> no, not
2: again! <laughs> Oh, we had enough of this last time.
1: <laughs> that was a short
2: intermission. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Julius eats his porridge with, with <laughs> no elation at all. <laughs> I, uh, no. I,
1: I keep I keep um, changing between Guile and I. Like first and third person. It's fine, you'll get used to it. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep stick to third person. Gail, um, Gail, sorry, um, enjoys the food, the salted ham tasting pretty good.
0: Actually, don't we roll for that? Nah, can't be asked. Oh. Uh-huh. What? Well, do you want me to roll? <laughs> Fine, I'll roll. I'll tell, I'll give you, give a, I'll waste time by rolling to see how good your dinner tastes. Right, okay, yes. you see you see, see I'm rolling, I'm rolling. <laughs> I'm now rolling, I'm rolling to see how shitty your dinner tastes. Alex God <laughs> <laughs> uh, the twelve for his lunch. Rude, uh, food. your dinner tastes shittier than Alex's. Are you both happy now? <laughs> are you happy we wasted enough time finding out how good your yes. dinner tastes? Yes. <laughs> yes. that was good. hilarious. Is there anything <laughs> else meaningful you'd like me to roll? Would you, Maybe you'd like me to roll to see how big the barkeep's feet are. Would that make you happy? <laughs> Should we do that? Let's see. Let's roll to we'll see how big the barkeep's feet are. <laughs> his left and his right. Right, we'll yeah. do that. Left are, No, individual toes. Luckily, his feet are both size nine. Are you happy now? Are you? Are you truly happy? Would you like me to roll his dick size too, to see would that quali- would that make you happy? There, you've got a ninety-six-inch penis.
2: <laughs> oh God!
0: Why don't we roll for Alex? See how, how big his dick on his on. head is. <laughs>
2: Is he? Yeah, he make there. a wall. See, Alex, your dick, column.
0: the dick on your head is hundred and twenty-two feet long.
2: Oh, I'm crying, Danny, stop it.
0: But Rube, Rube, oh, I'm. Stomach. Oops. Rube, your ego size broke the dice roller. <laughs>
3: Oh god. Uh, your ego size is
0: too big for the dice roller to contemplate. Sorry. Error maximum number of dice is a 100. <laughs> <laughs> you I can't roll 500d100. D- <laughs> oh
2: god. Oh dear. Let's keep <laughs> going.
0: <laughs> are you both oh, happy <laughs> now? Are you are you yes. fulfilled? Is your role playing yes. jobs fulfilled? Can we now yes. continue? <laughs>
1: No! <laughs> no I need to see if the barkeeper's a
0: unicorn. <laughs> right, okay, I'll I give remember. you a one in 100 chance if the barkeeper's a unicorn. The barkeep is not a unicorn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he does have a, 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 a.
0: Well, his feet are rather small. Maybe they're hooves. <laughs> right, Size no. 9 is not small, you, <laughs> you and your bloody what? European sizes. <laughs> Enough, I'm oh. dying. Size nine's no. quite okay. I mean, I'm size 13 large. That means I've got uber feet.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: I don't know if you guys know American sizes. So that means I have size 14 large American size feet. Ha, ha, ha. Uh,
1: that uh, would be about a 40, 44, 45 in in uh, our measurements. I'm a I'm a 42 myself. <laughs> right, shoe sizes. No one cares.
0: Let's go. Well, would you like me to roll <laughs> to see if anybody cares? No, I'm gonna roll to no, see no, if anybody I cares. I tell that no one does. I'm gonna roll <laughs> to see what the percent of people Daddy, care. No. Seriously. 55% of people care about how big our feet are. <laughs> oh, I, I that
2: sure is... hope that statistic is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there are three people.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three people and me yeah, and Rube are the ones that yeah, care. Yeah, you, 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 me and Danny, were the
2: ones listening to it afterwards. And we do care. <laughs> yeah, guys,
0: seriously.
2: That, that's, no, yeah. no, yeah, no. But...
0: I want to roll more useless numbers. Okay, you guys happy now? Are you fully complacent? you going to ask me to roll anything else meaningless? Let's... No, let's go. Good. That <laughs> was fucking funny, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: It
0: was fun while it lasted. Mm. Yeah. Okay, um, what, what we were doing? I oh, said so he just fucked off, leaving you two. Uh, oh. Did he now? All he right. Um,
2: I show uh, Galaroth my wiener. <laughs> he is not impressed. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: um. All right, Julius. Julius, look.
1: Julius just killed. Ga- <laughs> sorry, I can't help it.
0: Julius just it killed Galarath with the penis.
1: <laughs> I
2: roll. I roll a detect motive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to rape you. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry.
0: Alex, is there something you're not telling us about Julius's wiener? Does he have a, has a weird growth disorder <laughs> or something? Because he completely killed Galarath.
2: <laughs> it, it looks like mini-me. <laughs> <laughs> like, hi, I'm Julius. That, that's where he got the alias. That's what he calls it, you know.
0: Julius Fracius. Are you yeah. sure it's not Maximus Erecticus? <laughs> <laughs> Please stop.
2: No, it. no it's, it's Maximus Erecticus backwards. <laughs> Erecticus <laughs> Maximus. Stop
0: it. Well, that, that, Maximus Erecticus was stomach. the name of my first um what's called character. Guild war's character, Maximus Erecticus.
2: Oh, oh, oh my stomach. <laughs> Alright, let's let's
0: get a go. Uh, <laughs> right. uh. Medic! Man down <laughs> You're right, Group.
2: Give, give Ruben moments of time. Do you know
0: how? Uh, put some, put some, hit hi, more heal over time on himself. No. <laughs> I cast <a> purify. <laughs> Maximus erect Lay on hands.
2: <laughs> Stop it! Don't make me giggle. All right, are we ready? We
0: are. <laughs> My <laughs> turn now to laugh. <laughs> Uh, no,
2: you're not supposed to <laughs> laugh now, you dick.
0: Alright, I shall be the humanus DM.
2: Yay! Cool minus boy. fifty
0: DKP from all of you. How dare you laugh oh. at my games? How dare you.
2: <laughs> DKP, what?
0: <sighs> you're a noob.
2: Dickhead points.
0: <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> Dragon kill points yeah, um, or something like that.
2: Julius um drops his hood, obviously. He would have done that when he was eating, though. Uh, he seems very guarded around around uh, Galaroth. And,
3: uh. He's guarded around me.
2: <laughs> How could you tell? I'm Meta, baby. <laughs> Why are you so blindly following the theocracy? are we in character now yes I hope, <laughs> we, I hope we can get in character <laughs> yeah. Julius drops his hood I'm sure he drops something else but as well I'm passing the torch to you now group. the thing is
1: um, I, I am going to be honest uh, I, I think the inspiration kind of
0: Popped
1: out for a second. With the humour. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait a
0: second. Wait a second. Please tell me how this is working out. Okay, we've got you. You, Alex, you're dropping your hood. And he's popping out. What's going on here? <laughs> what are you two doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I think we kind of left the roleplay attitude for a second.
2: Yeah, Danny, do something roleplay, like have the guy enter.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. you're all like, you're in my seat, boot. Poon. Guys, guys, just a little warning. You're not meant to know the plot! (laughs) I know, (laughs) but you can just cut that out.
2: It's true. We won't in the future, that's the thing. Julius lowers his hood... And continues eating his porridge with little joy.
1: Enjoying your meal, I trust, he says. Oh, Gail says, smiling softly.
2: Mm, I've had better. Your meal looked a little more appetizing, I must say.
1: Well, I'm used to it, aren't I?
0: Well, I bet you are. Thank A curious wind blows as the bar door opens. <laughs> Which one you just <laughs> cramped yourself? <laughs>
3: Alex, was it you? Yes. <laughs> I know if voice is all... foreboding
0: yep. and if No, know you shit yourself. <laughs> no, the world was... is now going to hear you fart. <laughs> oh. I ain't cutting it out now. No, it was
2: I had like, you cut me off mid-sentence. I had like this breath I was holding in my mouth. And then when I let it go, it
0: went... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, We'll have to do a vote on that. Was Alex farting? (laughs) I honestly don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just move on. A cold. (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) I am a professional DM. I will not laugh during my own descriptions. I will not find humor in Alex's flatulence. I am the professional DM. Also known as Dolly. Please employ me, please. A cold wind blows as the bar door is opened, and in steps a greasy, dark haired man, flanked by two motley compatriots. With a sneer, the man looks cockily about the bar nods his head towards the barkeep, and strides inwards, his, hat, his thumbs tucked into his belt. His eyes fall upon the priest and the priest's companion, and he and his fuggish friends stride over. "'Now what are you doing here?' he says, his voice marked faintly, with the accent of a man from Piperness. The capital city of Maynet, situated to the north. Here. What are you doing here, outsiders? Eh? Yeah? Well? Don't you know that's where I sit? It's my chair. So are want you, and you, priesty, and you get up, and get out of my seat. Don't you think that's right, boys? Yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah, get the p*** out of the boss's seat. That's enough. Right. See, my boys are agreeing with me, and I reckon you should skedaddle. Yeah? What do you think? you can be wise or stupid. Well? field cat got your tongue?
1: If we are outside then how were we to know this was your seat?
0: Here, don't try playing clever with the boss. Oh, have you, Priesty?
1: I was merely
2: making a point. Julius, I suppose. Hmm. Slinging his uh, backpack over one shoulder. Uh, come on, priest. You're done eating, right? Mm, I suppose. Uh, let these... Well, thugs have their way. No point we're in just... aggravating them.
0: That ain't right. That's rude, that is. You're calling me a thug. We're not thugs, are we, boys? No, <laughs> no, nah, nah. Nah, we're not thugs. We're upstanding members of the cl- of the cl- cl- community. Yeah, community. We're one of them. We ain't thugs. No, we're not, are we boys? We're not thugs. See, a thug, even wouldn't bother in the tongue talking, would he? He'd have walked in with his cudgel, and he'd have broken your legs one by one. So you should be thanking yourselves that we ain't thugs. Now get the hell out of my tavern.
1: There is no need for violence. We shall sit elsewhere.
0: No, you won't. You're going to get the hell out of my tavern. And if you keep giving me chat back, you're going to get the hell out of my village. Or you're going to go into a ditch somewhere and nobody's going to find you.
2: Julius smiles to himself. Yeah. do. We? <clears throat> well, that may be as it is, but you probably recognize this priest and <laughs> harming someone in the employ of the theocracy would have quite serious consequences. consequences.
0: The greasy sure man. Sure. The greasy man smiles from ear to ear. Teeth blackened and breath smelling. Words of an outsider. Ain't that right, boys? Yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah, outsider. See, you obviously don't know how things work around here. And I can't be asked to tell you. But trust me, your theocracy don't mean diddly squat. Because got a not of three to get the hell out of my village. One two
2: <coughs> Julius drops his uh bag and uh approaches the greasy haired man quickly. His face, his uh teeth gritted.
0: You eyeballing me, son.
2: Yes, I am. You're the one who doesn't understand how things work. We may be outsiders, but you have no idea who you are messing with.
0: Oh, I, and who am I messing with? The King of cake Because last I heard his bloodline died out ages ago, and you ain't him.
2: No, it's not what I mean. What I mean is that your little gang here has no real power. And what you're doing here is just pathetic.
0: I should teach that horrible little mouth of yours, some manners. The man says, reaching for the knife at his belt. Initiative checks? Unless you want to actually decide to use that persuade you did last time.
2: Uh uh, well, uh I, I could try that. Yeah, just come back on your words. And, yeah, uh, I, I need to. I need to uh, think of something to say first, because I say something and then I roll. That's how I roll, nigga. Yeah. Please. He uh,
1: he grabs um. He grabs Julius by Gael Grabs his uh, <clears throat> sorry, cut that out. Gael grabs Julius by the shoulder. You know holding way. Please. There is no need for violence. We can go peaceably.
0: And it what makes at you at reckon I should it. let you walk away? Soon as how rude you've been speaking to an upstanding member of the community.
1: I meant no insults, I assure you, he says, smiling politely. And your mate? I'm sure I... Uh, I'm sure a wise man, as yourself, can see that violence is not a
0: an interesting choice of solution. Interesting. And why don't you make my uh, choice interesting?
1: I'm sure the theocracy can persuade you somehow. Oh, why? He. he Accidentally jingles his coin purse.
0: I reckon the theocracy no, can. <clears throat> so, why don't we uh, negotiate terms while peace treaty then, Mr. Theocrat? You get him adrifting. How much is the theocracy willing to apologize, so to speak?
1: I reckon a good eight silver
0: pieces would do fine. Eight silver, That's a little much, isn't it? I reckon the Theocracy's uh, apology is going to be accepted. Welcome to Maynet. I hope your stays a lovely one and profitable. To both of us, he says, holding out his hand for the coin. I'm sure it will be. It Hold on, yeah?
3: Mm.
2: Hold on, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be uh, two minutes.
0: Righto. We're in you while you're gone.
2: Uh, notice how I handled the situation quite differently this time.
0: Yeah, you tried to dick in one. Mm
2: -hmm. now I was going to go for an intimidate roll but yeah Rube sort of stepped in there Hmm. because I think that um, Roland can be quite scary
0: what's his intimidation?
2: Uh, he's got a 3 plus 3 modifier
0: that's the same as uh... that's not bad
2: Because I was thinking, uh, last time I used um, diplomacy, because my diplomacy is a lot higher. Mm. Well, not a lot higher, it's one. It's one more. <laughs> but um, I did that, and then I can't even remember what argument I used. I was like,
0: yeah, well, let's just go peaceably. There's no need for that. Well, you offered to like, go, go one end of the room and the other, one, and you beat his, his uh, sense motive by a lot. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I like this outcome better. I think he is he is an angry little man. <laughs> as soon as he got to Prague, what happened?
0: Flew <laughs> it into an alley and smacked around the head. Well, I, I liked it because it gave uh, Rube a bit more of a starring role. Mm-hmm. Which is nice, because Rube did bring up a very valid point. He wasn't getting a lot of a look in.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, this time around, he's had a lot more of a uh, role. Mm-hmm. Which balances out because later you're the one that gets the starring role in the late in our kind of the next day.
2: Yo. You mean the one that we've done?
0: Yeah. I mean the problem is Rube has a habit of sitting back when there's things that he could have done.
2: Yeah, but. Um... Okay, I
1: just gave the guy six uh, silver pieces. Yeah, I took them off my. Uh, eight. sheet. Did I say eight? Yeah. Oh God.
2: I really am a fool <laughs> yeah, I was about to, I said that in character or out of character I was
0: like Rube that's a little much But I don't know like I told you it actually tells you on your character sheet I know but uh, I, I can't I can't I, estimate right, right, Rube Rube read out what it says under copper pieces yeah I know what you mean no 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 read it read it read it so the people at home know what I mean yeah copper piece
1: Information. The second most common coin and keg used in most transactions. And tin pieces? The other option you could have used? The most common coin and keg used in many transactions. And silver pieces? The option I used. The third most common coin and keg used in most large transactions. Mostly seen in cities or large towns. Go fuck yourself. (laughs)
3: Make a
2: fool out of me why don't you I mean one silver coin would have made his mouth water you just made his year I just bought he's like yay I'm going to be real nice now
0: well he better give an
2: adventurer
0: it's not a worry you are from the city so it's likely that you would have used a silver thing but it, it doesn't matter. It's a ex- mistake you've na- now made so you know not take it again.
2: I think I did Fuck the same you. thing, didn't
0: I? You did exactly the same thing earlier as well. And yeah, you've gone I did quiet. The
2: same thing with Barton. I was like, hey, here's some money. And he's like, okay.
0: Right, we, we, we're on. Let's go. The man takes the coin and places it in the pocket. Before motioning towards the other side of the room. Well, now we've got this, uh, peace tree. Why don't you chaps go and, uh, sit yourselves down elsewhere. I like this chair. Very
2: well. I feel like having, uh, Julius do something cocky right now, but... nah. Um... No, eight, no, no. Uh, Julius gathers his backpack, and follows Scala up to the other side of the uh,
0: inn. Mm -hmm. Okay, once uh, once the cocky, greasy gentleman has sat himself down with his companions, the barkeep moves over to your table. Okay, again, dropping character so I can actually get the voice. I welcomed me in, our hearty I am dreadfully sorry about that, sires. That be Gedrik. He has uh, some influence in this here town.
2: Forgive me, dear innkeeper, but I thought you were the owner of
0: this place, not him. Oh, I am. Um, this is definitely my tavern. But you see. Gedrick spoke the truth when he said we, ain't uh, as they are in the cities around here. This is the Outlands. And uh, things are a little bit simpler. As Mr. Ragnar always says, there are things that a man can get away with and what he cannot. And that's the law out here. What you can get away with and what you cannot. It's how things work, sir. Good to know, I suppose. I mean, but that doesn't mean we uh, we break the theocracy's laws, no sir. We we're, we're all very loyal people to the theocracy.
1: We shall see. <clears throat> so
2: Cyrus,
0: is there anything else? Yes, Cyrus. I I couldn't help but notice you have the look of warriors about you. Would I... be right? I'm not a hired blade. I I didn't mean to insult you, sir. I didn't mean to name you a mercenary. It's, It's just that we could use a steady blade, sir.
2: What's... the assignment?
1: You're not a hired blade, and yet still you're talking like a bloody soldier for hire.
2: That's because he is a soldier, or was. It was a soldier.
1: Yeah, sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs>
2: no, 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 no. Bad no. Rube no, slap. No, but uh, Rube, you, you know the story with Roland. Yeah, he was in yeah. a military unit. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: He fought for his nation, all that jazz. And then they did horrible things. And he didn't think he'd have to do that for the glory of Dominus.
1: But he did. All the brown people you can rape.
2: And he was like, No, I like orange people. And then <laughs> left. Anyway. How what? How can we help? No, how can I help? I think we fit quite well. No, 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 no. We're not a group. thought that was exactly what we were. Shh. All so right, carry me. on.
0: Sire, you see, a wee while ago, My daughter, Millie, she and the Stones lad, Billy, they were, they were playing in the woods just, just west, just off of here, and, no, I've done it again, it is west, just west of here, and so, the Stones boy, he didn't come back. He uh we took a few up there and looks like wolves got him. There's, there's blood everywhere, sire. And well I'd be wondering if you'd be able to go up there. During the daytime, of course, not during night. that'd be that'd be mighty foolish. But just have a look around, see if we can find the body. because we went up there and we couldn't we couldn't find a body, sire. Not what we found a, a, God's a lot of blood, but no body. And it would be hitting the stones mighty hard. I think it, if we could find a body, we just if they get them, a, get them of the body, they could they could bury the lad, in a proper grave, not the empty one near the men here. I think it'd help them find folks a lot. I mean, we we'd be a poor village. We can't offer you much, but we'll offer what you can, sir, if you'd just be willing to help us. Please.
2: Julius looks to the priest and then to the innkeeper. Very well. I'll help.
0: And you, sire? I always. Bet. What was that, say, Sorry. Sorry.
1: That right. he was talking Too over
0: again. And you, sire, with the theocracy, aid us? You have this priest's support. You'll be a pair of, pair of angels, sire, sent by Fandos himself, you must have been. We thank you, please. Just next door is the lawmaster's Master's house. If you go there, speak to Ragnar. He'll be the big fellow. Speak of him. He'll set you light in the right direction. He's a little gruff, but a good man. Just next door he is, sir. Very well. Fine.
2: Uh, Is there anything else you can tell us about what happened?
0: No, sire. All I know is that... Young Millie, she came back into town and she couldn't say a word. She's been a mute since that happened. Father Black, he had a look at her, said that maybe maybe she suffered damage to the brain, got a bit of a sickness, they say. Stops her from talking. You mean brain damage? Is that what you mean by brain sickness? And I say, I. Well, hmm. She's not said anything about the accident? Not a word since when it happened, sire. Not a word. She ain't been laughing, crying, nothing, sire. Just said nothing.
2: Hmm. Any thoughts, priest? Maybe your gods can do some of their miracles.
1: The gods are not to intervene directly. Of course not. That is why... Man itself... Needs to perform... No, 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 no. I'm I'm going utterly wrong. You can just leave it at at what you... No, 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 no. The gods do not intervene directly. Instead, I perform their will.
2: Of course. Hmm. Well, um should we will ourselves to the lawmaster then? <laughs> I
1: suppose. That really is his catch phase, right? It well, I has suppose. become
2: that. It doesn't seem very priestly to say, I suppose. More like, I,
0: it shall be done. What do you want him to do? Turn around and shout, for the emperor!
1: Yes. <laughs> no, he wants me to turn around and start yelling, I am a religious man! <sighs> and enemies start flailing at me.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, we exit the thingy.
0: Duens, what's it? You're presented with a cold street. The wind has picked up since you exited the streets and entered the tavern. It has become much colder. Your nose is bitten by the cold and your flesh pricks up.
2: Julius draws his cloak tighter we should get going hi and let me think it is to the south yes?
0: well if you just ta- if you just walked outside the uh, tavern there are a couple of buildings just across the road uh, which will be west and there is the open building, which is just next door south.
2: All right. Well, um, we we'll look around for any anyone who is still out there. Blar.
0: Well, you can't see anybody else in the out in the street, but from the um, from the, the building next door, you hear this steady
2: clang,
3: clang, 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 clang
0: of uh, a hammer upon steel. Violin player. Of Mm. the
2: Protoss building additional pylons. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, of the blacksmith at work.
0: Tongue, tongue, tongue.
2: Okay, Julius uh, approaches the
0: blacksmith. A blacksmith is a giant of a man. A good seven feet tall. And built to match, he has the flat nose and round chin of a man from Pentican, the barbarian lands to the west of Maynette. He doesn't hear you enter. His steady tang, 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 beating upon the sword he is crafting at the anvil. Can be heard getting louder and louder as you step foot. The smithy is open to the air. The man is bare chested towards you, he wears but leather breeches, and woolen, not woolen, uh, furred boots. At his wrists, he wears leather uh, braces and his head has been shaved bald. Two eyes have been tattooed onto the back of the man's head and fill you with a nerve as you notice them. Tang, 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 tang.
2: <clears <throat> Julius clears his throat, trying to uh, get the man's attention.
0: Tung. Excuse me! As the last hammerfall sounds, the man pulls himself up, laying his hammer to rest. Picking up the blade, he dips it into water. Smoke rises up. He turns towards you folding his arms across his chest and eyeing you. Upon his forehead, a second tattoo can be seen, this of a raven with claws pointing towards his eyes and its wings outspread across his forehead. He says nothing but eyes you.
2: Greetings, um, um, I am Julius, we are sent to help, the stone boy. Um, you wouldn't happen to know where the lawmaster, Ragnar, lives?
0: The man does not reply. His eyes fall upon Galarath. who appears to have fallen asleep. One um, moment.
3: Rube!
1: I am not asleep.
3: <laughs>
1: I have difficulty assessing whether or
2: not it is a right time. It is. Time. It now, is. do something. Flail! Flail, Flail madly, <laughs> you priest!
1: Um, and I am Gail. Indeed, as my companion says, we have been... No. Sorry, let's do this again. Um, and I am Galrath. Indeed, as my companion just said, we are here to mm. find out what happened. To offer the Stones family. Hmm. At least, if not... Anything and
0: that larger. was dark days, yes. I was there when Stone Boy taken little Millie come into village when little voice strange the little bird that does not sing, but that be the way the dragon spirits. Would you come to help, yes? Julius nods. Hmm. That's That'd be interesting. Very well. You'll be speaking to Ragnar, not me. Ragnar be there, Loremaster's house. But if you look for Stone, lad, then you. You be heading to the wood, and be wary, they say that place be haunted. Remember, the little rabbit, to come out of his hole, be eaten fast, but rabbit that look and smell first, starve, the wolf, the hunt. Go. I have work to do. With that, the man turns his back and returns to his work, heating up the blade before hammering once again upon it. Tang, tang, tang.
2: Julius turns to the priest and shrugs. Alright, guess we'd better go to Ragnar then. Aye.
0: And off they go. And so they set off.
2: Towards an wall house. And here we go. Here we go. The epic journey across the street. (laughs)
3: Ladies
1: and gentlemen, Danny Lammas and the London Symphony Orchestra. I thank you,
0: I thank you. The house presented towards you, sorry, <clears throat> you set off across the road. You are presented with two stone and wood buildings. The one on your left has no sign outside it, whilst on the right the sign stating General Trading hangs.
1: we approach um, the house not marked by a sign. Mm -hmm. You gonna knock at the door? I am going to knock at the door.
0: Right, that one. Fancy sound effects. (laughs) The door is pulled open by a balding man. His old eyes stare at you. Here's about 36 in the palm looks of his scarred face he was a warrior once his chin is strong and clenched his arms muscular still but his belly shows signs of a warrior gone to seed (laughs) he grunts in question
1: I apologize I am Rock. priest in the and this is Julius. We have promised our aid in finding the Stones boy.
0: Ruben, I'm getting a bit of interference on your mic. Really? Mm.
1: What kind of interference?
0: It's fine now. It's when you put on your voice, it becomes very... Uh, very hollow.
1: Well, I am putting a bit of a breathy voice on, yeah.
0: Yeah, the problem is your breaths hitting the mic.
1: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> try again. Now. Let me try this out. Is this is this okay? Do your do voice.
0: We have come to. That's perfect.
1: I like the breathing
0: in thing. Yeah, you can do the breathing well, in, eat. but the problem the problem is, you're ca- if you're catching a mic, we really do. Well, at least I hear it, especially when I'm doing going through the recording, which means other folks are going to hear it. Yeah. Okay. It's fine.
1: I am Galva, priest of the Theocracy, and this is uh, Julius. We have promised our aid in finding the Stones
0: Boy. Hmm. Guess you better come in then. He says, opening the door and motion you inside. Ragnar's house, the walls of Ragnar's house rather, are lined with ornaments of war, goblin and orc swords, armor from the last war against the demonic forces of Drakkar, and other ornaments. er, Above his fireplace is a proud suit of armor marked with insignia you guys are like, Can you guys do Knowledge of Warfare? No, I don't think so. Rube, I know you can't. Uh, no, I can't. Marked with insignia, you cannot recognise, and two diagonal lines, which probably denote rank, but again, you cannot identify these. Above the suit of armour is a helmet, and a large, broad-bladed sword. Three seats. I sit around the fire. And Ragnar motions you towards them. Please, sit, he invites.
2: Julius puts down his bag next to the door and follows uh, Galaroth into the, um, in towards the fireplace. Drink, he asks.
1: A <laughs> uh, cup
2: of water will
1: do
0: nicely, thank you. You? I'm quite alright, thank you. Hmm. The man heads out into the connecting kitchen, walllessly connecting, I should say, and dips a, a wooden mug into a bucket, apparently full of water. He then walks back over to the priest, passes the wet mug. Here, drink up. Thank you. So what did you say you boys were here doing? We... heard about the... Mm, no. Incident with... I didn't ask you what you're doing here. I asked you what you guys are here doing. To say... Why are you in Maynette? Because I'm pretty sure you didn't come from your fancy cities to Uh, come save a little boy.
1: (laughs) You, um, said Maynette. I mean
0: Mentor. Either way, neither of you two have the voices of uh, natives. So So where you lads from? Because you ain't from Maynette, either of you. And I know accents. Oh, yeah. I am.
2: Just passing through from Prague. Hmm. Prague, you say? Yes. Quite a. unpleasant little town.
0: <laughs> See, I wouldn't mark you as a Pragian. No. You yeah, ain't got the looks of them. Or no, you get a smell. But we've all got our secrets here, so I ain't gonna push no further. What about you, priest? He asks, pointing. Come to root out heretics? Perhaps you're here to set the village aflame. What have we done to promote the attention of the theocracy? It is not this village in particular. Oh, why? I'm, I'm going to investigate the
1: mines instead. I'm just passing through, hmm. I was heading towards the
0: Faith Mountains to the south. Ah, a pilgrim heading towards the de- Ruins, uh, a pilgrim heading towards the library at Deccan, fair enough. So be it. So your boys are interest in helping the stones? Well, we've all been up there, and even old Harold, and he's a pretty f- proficient ranger. We've all been up there, and found nothing, just a hell of a lot of blood. You folks are interested in going up there fair enough. I advise you two things. Number one, stay away from the druid circles. Druids are long gone, but their stone circles still stand. Folk around here reckon they're haunted, and I reckon they're right. Maybe not haunted, but there's certainly a dodgy thing about them. So stay away. Second thing, bandits are operating in this territory. Leave them be. Don't meddle yourself in what doesn't need to be meddled. Thirdly, wolves. They ain't seen much in the day, but at night they're crawling all over those woods. The boy was out during the day. Folk around here reckon it's wolves. I reckon they're right. But, if there's wolves during the day, then you need to be extra careful. Finally, if you wind up dead, that'd be in your own course. I'm not risking any of the people in this village to go get you. If we can, we'll recover bodies, but give you a good old barrel. But we're not risking anybody in this village to get you. So we understood? Of course. Good. We're looking at the... Oops, sorry. We're looking outside. looks pretty dark. You can stay here tonight. I'll feed you in the morning. Anything else? Oh. Gratitude for your hospitality. Hmm. Keep it. Gratitude ain't worth nothing out here. Right. I'm warning you both. And I have a question. What? Huh.
2: Why would wolves attack in the middle of the day?
0: Food can get mighty scarce out here sometimes. That'll be the That'll be the point I imagine. Hunting got a little too hard. So they try their luck. They can come down to the village sometimes when. Food's a little bad, but never attacked any of us before. Guess you could always go and ask (laughs) him. Either way. That would end well. You lads hungry?
2: A little. Fix you a bite to eat. Uh,
0: Hmm. I just ate, so. Very well. I'll give you guys a bite to eat. Do you have your own bedding? I have a bad roll. Good. You as can nest. Good. You can nest yourselves up on the ground. It's hard, but it's uh, a log warmer than outside. The, fi- the logs next to the fire. Add as many as you need on there. But don't get greedy, I'll have you getting firewood in the morning. Well, wow. understood. Hmm. Very well and we'll end it there indeed do you guys go straight to sleep i am guess it will go to sleep at the the nearest opportunity
2: yeah basically
0: Mm -hmm. do you want to say that then alex
2: and rube um julius um uh, prepares his bedroll and goes to sleep
0: what about you rube you gonna galroth puts down
2: the bedroll
1: kneels beside it and utters a short prayer in... well, no, he prays in silence. Ha.
0: Very well, oh dear. Um, Ragnar wish you both for a good night before heading off to himself. Before he goes up, he warns you. Just a warning. And more than just eyes guiding this old house. Be wise to keep your fingers to yourselves. And with that, he ascends the stairs and leaves you to the light of the fireplace and then soon sleep, the owls hooting away the night outside. enjoyed listening to them as much as we did in making them what we have here at the end of this recording is a couple of things first I'd like to explain a little topic that probably popped into your minds during recording you may have noticed that Alex and Moob seem to possess more knowledge of the uh, plot line than they should have done now what that was was this uh, part was actually recorded um about a week after part two. Reason for this being that we had originally done a part one, but its quality, both roleplay and uh, audio, left a lot. And I, I cannot stress this more. I can, I seriously can't stress that enough. It left a lot to be desired. Um, so what we done, we went and did part two. Then um, we went back and did part one. Now, because... A, when we first did part one, I didn't have a clue. Um, we had, I had no experience of uh, running for a group that I wasn't seeing face to face. So I was, I was feeling uncomfortable for the entire thing. I was ill at the same time, which didn't help. Um, Alex was ill, and neither him nor Alex, sorry, neither him nor Rube had much of an idea. So it's kind of really spent most of the time. Trying to keep keep Rube in game, not uh, playing on YouTube or whatever it was he was doing. And the other half was me explaining the rules didn't make good listening. So we went back, we did it, and um, I personally think it came out a lot better. Um, I'm really impressed with how the boys uh, performed this game. So that's the reason behind that. Now, what's going to happen now is I'm going to be boring. So, for those of you that don't want to listen to me explain some of the law of the world, please, uh, feel free to turn off now. Right, now that those bastards are fucked off, let's get into some, some interesting stuff. Right, for today's law lesson, we shall be diverging into... Hmm, what shall we discuss? Something relevant? Hmm, how about the Theocracy of Cake? now the theocracy of Keg was uh, created quite a few years ago um, it's essentially the uh, the only true religion on uh, in Keg all others are considered false and heretic, heretics uh, it has a hell of a lot of influence as was mentioned at the beginning the theocracy is very much the power behind the throne now Keg hasn't had a throne for some, quite a few years now not since the last king king harold the last died uh, he had no successor so what happened was cake uh, fell into quite a nasty uh, civil war which involved the most the most powerful families of cake warring against each other and cutting a nice bit a nice slice for themselves out of the cake that is cake now um largest family of course Maynette. other families will Um, you'll meet later now because I lack an imagination and apparently so did the great families each family named the region they dominated after their family so Dominos, Maynet, Pendragoon, so on now a few of these uh, domains are no longer ruled by their family Uh, Dominos is no longer ruled by uh, the Dominosian family they're in fact ruled by the Denotians now um, Dominos, the original Dominos family basically being wiped out by theocracy for their views on magic then what happened was the leader of the military one Adrian Denoto, took control of the country kicked the theocracy out and that's how it's been since now the theocracy of Cag is ruled by a gentleman known as Theocrat Stefan I now what's Theocrat Stephan is famous for, is he went around as an adventurer before he became theocrat, And he was with the legendary Willy's Warriors, led by King Willie Waters himself. Now, what happened with uh, King Willy was he was a dwarven prince that was exiled with his uncle for having some very undwarven uh, ideas. And so he, when his uncle died, he went off into the world, into adventuring, gathered together a few uh, like-minded individuals, Joe Anderson, uh, Steg Maxim, Milo Wisbang, uh, a priest called Stefan. And uh, they end up defeating this plague demon that was ravaging the land, became quite famous. And now Joe Anderson, his leader of uh, the Knights of the Red Rose, one of the paladinic orders, orders of the Rose up in Pendragon. Uh, Stefan is theocrat. Willie Willy has returned to the uh, dwarven carogs and has become taken his place as king. He's no longer hiding from uh, his destiny. He's quite taking it head on. Um, Stegg's retired. He was advisor to Willy, but he's now gone, walked off. And there's a few others that are less important, like uh, Milo. Nobody cares about Milo. It's a crap character anyway. And, uh, yeah, so he's in charge of the theocracy They rule with an iron fist. They've got secret police. Like I believe uh, Alex mentioned, very Gestapo. And, yeah... Um, their views of magic they view magic quite dimly this has been around for quite a few years now but it was only when uh, theocrat Stefan took control that he declared magic truly outlawed before then it was just dimly viewed and that became outlawed and the hatred rose up fueled by the theocracy now the reason for this is long ago five thousand and eight years ago um the gods had a war now the two Two twin gods, in and Sando and Sandeek, which I mentioned earlier in this game, decided they didn't like each other anymore. But gathering their followers, they decided that they were going to kick the crap out of each other, as gods are wont to do. And during such a ba- during such one of the many battles, the goddess of magic you know, got killed. So she, so she got half of it, She got chopped in half. Bottom half was uh, buried on tropis. Top half was buried uh, under the the uh, crystal, go- uh, crystal palace of the gods which is, uh, as we would know these days, as the moon so magic comes from her blood she was the one that first created magic magic is her so magic itself comes from a dead source now because of this it is inherently evil magic users can sometimes find themselves inviting dark forces from the beyond etc into the world so that's why magic was dimmed dimly viewed however now it's become outlawed yada 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 etc etc um what else can i tell you about the theocracy of Keg? well it's based in western Maynet. sorry no it's based in central Mainette, uh, Sorry, Central mainnet in the capital of Pyronis, is where the theocracy is based. They have their main seat of learning in the Fairweather domain, which is along the western coast, a uh, pacifistic domain full of lots of learning, etc. Then just northeast of Fairweather, on northern Cag, you have uh, a domain known as Pendragon. and This is where the Pandemic Orders of the Rose are based, and they are very much the militant arm of the theocracy there the, uh, the Inquisition the Witch Hunters and various other paladins um, and that is, that is all you're getting today on our Lore of Cake tune in next week for part 2 where we shall discuss the war that split the Shailene and um, Ewan elves apart until then I hope you have a happy new year and as the elves would say, Shilinori delinor. May your fate prove you well. Good night.